Good stuff to meditate on. You're right. What jumped out? <laughs> yeah, love jumped out. Everyday kind of love. Yeah. Doesn't matter if you're having a good day, bad day. Doesn't matter if you've read your Bible ten chapters today. We're having even fix it up. Yep. Every day. His love is not about what we do. Isn't that just amazing and astounding? You guys still with us in Florida? Oh, maybe they. Yeah. You, Okay, just wanted to make sure we didn't lose you, lose you. Awesome, okay. So this love is amazing. This love is awesome. This love is full of life. This love is full of healing. And when you look in the, in the New Covenant, the word, the word in the Greek is agape. Well, actually, there's three words. The root word is agapeo, A-G-A-P-A-O. And it means to feel and exhibit esteem and goodwill towards a person. God exhibits esteem towards you. He feels esteem for you. And He extends His goodwill to you out of His heart of love. That's the root. And, it's, and it also has another component that says to prize and to delight in a thing. So He cherishes you as His prize, as His bride. And he delights in you. That never changes. It, everything he did flows out of that. And so there were, there were times when these songs talked about an outrageous love. It is outrageous. Because none of us can have gone through life without putting conditions on our love. Right? But we're learning to overcome that. And we're learning to overcome it even towards ourselves. Because the biggest... Not the biggest. An impediment to healing is to reject yourself. And to reject yourself or not see yourself as worthy of His love. And that's part of why sometimes some people struggle with healing. Because they, they don't have a sense of security in that relationship with, with Abba, with the Trinity. And so they struggle. What do we all desire? A level of security in our life, right? And God gives us to that in His love. And it's not based on anything we do. It's not based on spontaneity. Because if it was based on spontaneity, it would be unpredictable, right? He's very predictable in his love. It never wavers. And then there is the second word for love in the, in the New Testament, the New Covenant called agape, A-G-A-P-E. And that's that affection and benevolence and charity towards someone. So when, when we say that God is good, He truly is good. And His heart is always for us, never against us. So when Jesus went around doing good, what did He do? He did agape. And in the process of that agape, the outflowing manifestation was healing. He went around doing good, healing all who were oppressed of the devil. That's Old Covenant even, right? How much better? How much better? We are the sons of God. We can demonstrate that same kind of outward love because it doesn't depend on us. 
and I just, wow. I mean, I, I've been meditating on this today, and it's really strong. And then, as I told you when, before we started tonight, the word beloved is also a derivative of the same original Greek word for love. And it means favorite, worthy of love. You're, you're his favorites. You're worthy of his love. So his healing flows because you're his favorite. And if we can just go, Lord, I don't understand why I don't f- fully get it, but it's not dependent upon me getting it. It's dependent upon you manifesting it. So Lord, just help me. There's that infamous prayer, I believe, help me overcome my unbelief. It really says where we're at sometimes. Because we, in the natural, we're struggling. When that prayer was made by, that, by the man in, in front of Jesus, in one part of him, he's struggling with, he's got this sick child. In the other part of him, he's got this wonderful man standing in front of him who's so full of life, love, and power. I believe, help me overcome my unbelief. There's that tension. And what did Jesus do? He overcame his unbelief because he healed. Right? So we can rest in going, it's not about whether I believe or not. He's overcoming my unbelief. How many times did you hear in the last, Greg, let's go back 20 years, how many times did we hear, oh, if you just had more belief, if you just had more faith? It's not about that. It's about trusting that he is overcoming whatever's going on in our thought processes, in our, in our heart, and allowing that to unfold. We can do that, can't we? Is there anyone in this room that can't do that? But sometimes, just sometimes, it feels overwhelming and oppressive. And then we start to get down on ourselves. And so what do we do? We start listening to songs like this. We remind ourselves, or or we we create an atmosphere of reminding to ourselves, is probably the better way to say it, that His love endures forever. It doesn't waver. It's consistent. And it always accomplishes its purpose. Which is what? What's his purpose in his love? The fullness of communion. The fullness of unity. The fullness of Zoe life. That's the outpouring of his love and it always, always, always accomplishes its purpose whether I see it or not. I cannot and you cannot block the fullness of his purpose. We might be a little slow on the uptake, but we can't block it. Anybody feel slow on the uptake at times? My hand's up. And that's where we just keep coming at it. With We just come together and we just keep talking about it. We keep experiencing it we share our experiences we share our insights we share the wisdom that god gives us and one of these days the fullness of the manifestation breaks out and we go yay god right right so what are you guys thinking right now because i got another set but before i go there i want to know what you guys are thinking what are you experiencing right now well i just think that you know healing is such a a tough one Mm-hmm. You know, because we do know these things about love, 
And we do know that love is the root cause of healing, you know, and yet it's, it's the bridge, you know, that can, what is it that brings us from here to there, you know, mm-hmm. why isn't it manifested sometimes? And so I just think, you know, um, help my unbelief is just a really powerful prayer. It is. In that place. Yeah. You know? And I'm convinced the more I, in the last three, four months have meditated on this, I'm convinced that the church has not fulfilled its role as the body of Christ. And that's partly why we don't see the greater manifestations. But God is bypassing the church. He is, to a degree. Because what's he doing? He's raising up the grace people to come up to the top, who will then know that they are the sons of God. And when we know that we're the sons of God and we collectively come together as the sons of God, what's going to happen? We have expectations. Yeah. And we're going to see manifestations. See, it's like this. Brother, can I borrow you? John and, and, and Peter went to the temple, right? Silver and gold I have not, but in the name of Jesus, rise up and walk. That's what he said. And in that moment of conveyance, their, their conviction went into that man and the love of God sprung up and he stood up. Yep. And I'm feeling healing virtue flowing in me right now into him. Whether he feels it or not, I'm feeling it leaving my body, leaving my spirit and going into him because there's an energy flow from the heart of God right into you. Oh, wow. Mm. And see, Carol's getting it too, just as the overflow. And it's going into you guys, whether you know it or not. Perceptibly, it's it, imperceptibly, it's happening. It's happening. And how that fully manifests, I don't know. But I know right now it's happening. There's a flow going. There's a coming up from the deep, calling out to deep, calling into the deep within him and going, pew, mm. So I don't need silver and I don't need gold. And it's that confidence you have. Yeah. 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 What are you sensing? Anything? It's hard to tell. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. It's hard to tell until you start to stand up. Well, and I get that. And I get that. But you know, God loves you enough so much, He's not going to leave you where you were when you walked in here tonight. He's just going to keep pouring it in and pouring it in and pouring it in and pouring it in and pouring it in until eventually it hits a breakout point and you'll know that you know at that moment because mm-hmm. he'll make it very clear. In the meantime, the, 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 the battle is to trust that it's going on beneath the surface. <laughs> that's, the hard part. that's the hard part. And that's so why we come together collectively and help each other with that. I mean, it's literally, I'm feeling... Stuff moving in in ways that I haven't felt in a while. But the more I meditate on it, the more I'm able to give it away. Right. And the more my expectations rise, the more my expectations can meet your expectations at whatever level they're at, and pull up together and go, Jesus. He was just looking for money, and he got healed. Yes, he was looking for money, and he got healed. <laughs> he was for yeah. So it's not about a formula for healing. Uh-huh. Lynn and I have had conversations in the past. How do, how do we see more healing? Part of it is the collective manifestation that we are the sons of God, that we believe that. 
And if we are the sons of God and all of the earth is groaning for the sons of God to rise up, what are the, what's the earth waiting for us to do? Show off Jesus. Show off the Trinity. Show off the heart of love that the Trinity has towards others, towards creation. You know, I've I mentioned before the lady named Agnes Sanford who, there, you know, she was a powerful woman that God raised up in the 30s and 40s and lived into the 70s, 1970s for healing. She had a wisdom and insight. And towards the end of her life, God took her from New England to California and told her to start praying for the fault lines. And I used to think that was like super weird <laughs> until I started meditating on the concept of sons of God. All creation is crying out for the sons of God. So that means the fault lines are crying out for the sons of God. Bring me peace. It's not so weird of a concept when you sit down and think about it, but the first time I heard it, it was like, Twilight Zone. <laughs> and so I'm excited because I think God is, that's exactly what he's doing right now. I think that's what he's going to do here is, is collectively as a core, we're going to grab this. And then people will just start coming in. Yes. I don't know why I'm here, but God, something drew me here. Well, that's the love of God that drew you here. Yes. And we get to participate in that. And, you know, and sometimes as we participate, there's even a greater manifestation of healing even within us as we're ministering to love to others. And that's where we're going. I feel it. I believe it. I sense it. Yeah, and it's just... For me, it's partly being patient enough for him to finish putting the pieces together. But he's doing it, and he's starting it with those of us that are really dedicated to these Friday nights. That's where I'm at. And I don't know if that's uplifting for you guys or not, but it sure is for me. You see, you're full of life. You're full of life. You're full of life. John and Linda's full of life. Carol's full of life. Greg's full of life. And we have the life, the Zoe life of God that's driven by the love that God has put in us. We can't contain it. When we try to contain it, we're going to be frustrated. If John and, and Peter had walked by that guy, do you, what do you think God would have said? Turn around and go back, don't you think? Because God had a plan for that moment. For the now of that moment, and he has a plan for the now of our moment. Show life, show life, show life, show life. And he's just unwinding some things in our thought patterns that have blocked some of that from fully manifesting. And it's not because we're not worthy, it's just, you know, Joyce Myers calls it stinking thinking. You know, we've picked up some bad teaching over the years that have that he's undoing. And as he's undoing it, more life is, is coming into the cells. So as a son of God tonight and as sons of God in this room, sons and daughters, it's like, let's collectively see ourselves drawing from the pool of life that's fueled by the, the love. We go, you know, that one song talked about breathing in. You know, as you breathe in, it's kind of like a representation. I mean, we would be dead if God didn't give us breath of life, Right? Jesus maintains that breath within us. Every breath we take is a reminder of the breath of life that God has given us. And there's life in the breath because it comes from his heart of love. I'm loved. 
You're loved. And thank God it doesn't depend on me. <laughs> right? right? So what are you thinking? Talk to me. You guys can jump in from Florida if you want. What are you thinking? Anybody? Yes, we can hear you now. Thank you. Did you guys get that? Yeah, that was good. Good. So, for yourselves as we move into the second set, just meditate on that love. Meditate on the fact that it brings life and healing and joy and peace. We don't have to be afraid. We take our eyes for the next 30 minutes off the natural and just let our, our spirits commune in unity one-on-one with the Trinity. Can you guys do that? Cool. You ready? Yep. All right. 